The Weekend Legends Catch-Up Podcast can be heard anytime. You can even listen when you're enjoying life's most satisfying clean this weekend. And for that, you'll need a Karcher pressure washer. Whoa! That feels good. Karcher, life's most satisfying clean. So what do you got cooking this weekend, huh? Put your head between your legs in the brace position and get ready for another week of bats hitting balls. Balls through nets and off rackets with coaches blowing up and referees entering the witness protection program. Sit back, relax and enjoy what Triple M modestly calls the Weekend Legends. Good morning and thanks for joining us. Last night, a fight for the ages. Uh, both boys, oh, good work from Lassick already. Goes forward well, just Lassick. Oh, Hodges, Hodges goes down hard. He's down badly. He's gone, I think. He's badly he's gone. hurt. And he's Justin Hodges. He's and done. It had to be made of tough stuff to get through this. Our referee has a big call. He makes that call. And it's a first-round stoppage victory to Darcy Lussick in his professional boxing debut. Oh, whack. Knocked him cold out, Chris Gale. TKO to Darcy Lussick over Justin Hodges at the ICC Exhibition Centre, Rose. And he's called out Barry Hall. He wants to take on Barry Hall. What's wrong with Gal? Ah, uh, what's wrong? Yeah, because the other guy wanted Gal. He's going the other way. He's being different and cool. I think Gal will take the Hodges fight in a nanosecond. Yeah, I agree. Now, this hour, we're looking at the fact that we know that smoking is not good for you, mm-hmm. but sport is good for you. Why are you looking at me? Because now, in Sydney, because of smoke, sport isn't good for you. We look at why that is. That's true. We're also going to talk to the great Michael Bridges one last time, being the last time here at the Weekend Legends. We want to talk to all our favourites today, and Michael Bridges is one of the people we're going to talk to as well. Next hour, Dennis Carnahan from Rugby League the Musical is going to come in the studio. How could we finish without a bit of time with Dennis Lachlan? We've also got our Karcher Pressure Test, which is a 2019 review special. But next, the NRL unveiled seven new rules this week, and we will highlight the good and the bad of it next. It's the Weekend Legends for the last ever time. Oh, I'm emotional. Oh, no. I'm on, emotional. On, on oh, Oh no. oh no! Kicking you right in the weekend. Oh. Triple M's weekend legends with Chris and Rose for the very last time for your Saturday morning. I tell you what, Lachlan, I tried to be all business as usual at the start of this show because I didn't want to get emotional. Yeah, but we've got to recognise, Rose, it is our last show. Yeah, look, let's just enjoy it. Let's have fun. It's been a crazy couple of years. Who would have ever thought? We'd get to the position we're at. It's been a really fun ride. But yeah, you were very business at the beginning. <laughs> so given that it's our last show, I think we should change it up a little bit. Mm. We're going to talk about the NRL. Oh, great. <laughs> the rule changes in particular, correct? There's been some rule changes this week, guys. Seven, in fact. Wow. What, what do we think? And actually, we're going to ask you out there what you think a little bit later. One, triple, three, five, three. Did they make the right changes? Should they have changed another rule? But yeah. what do you guys think? Let's go through the rules, Chris. And people can call us up at one, triple, three, five, three if they like them, don't like them. They were announced yesterday, and when I say announced, the club's got an email at 10.50 a.m. This is the new Volandis era. You oh, know, yeah. Here's an email, guys. Here's what's happening. And look, it's almost what they didn't tackle. Now, Triple M's Paul Kent is in the Telegraph this morning, said they've missed the opportunity to address the wrestle. Okay. That's the thing that annoys people most in the game. Is that what we were all waiting for, is an answer on the wrestle? No, we were all waiting for an answer on Golden Point. <laughs> They're doing nothing about <laughs> that. Didn't get anything. <laughs> That's great. And and all the rumours about rugby league going to four quarters? Yep. Yeah, it didn't happen. Uh, but I like it. Wasn't there a... I swear there was a game in the past year where they did quarters, like a city country or... Something happened where I remember watching a four-quarters rugby league game and going, I like this. I want this format. Well, they didn't listen to you. But here's what they have introduced. A 2040 rule. We saw this in the World Cup nines a couple of months ago. And it worked. Yeah, so if you're trying to get out of your own defensive red zone and you're under pressure, you can kick for the stars and try and get a restart if you get outside the opposition. I'm always all for more opportunities for attack, so I'm cool with that. 
Now, the team that has the feed in the scrums now has the option to take the default, which is set the scrum on the 20 metres from inside, you know, inside the line. 20 metres in from the sideline, yep. yep. Or 10 metres in from the sideline. Okay. Or in line with the black dot. So you've got options either side. Is that right in the middle? Yes. Okay. So you've got five seconds to make the call. <laughs> otherwise, it will be the 20 metre line. This sounds complicated. It yeah. really does. The mutual infringement rule. What does that mean? Do you remember when Roosters trainer Travis Toomer got hit by the ball in the grand final oh, early in the game? Yes. You know, and everyone goes, no more trainers on the field. Right. If there is an irregular affecting incident. So if the ball hits a trainer. Or the ref. Okay. Right. They go back to the previous play of the ball. They have to or is it rest no, discretion? To. Yeah. So the other sorts of mutual infringements or irregular incidents would be an alien invasion or uh, if... <laughs> If they show ScoMo on the big screen and oh. all the players are distracted. Stop the game. <laughs> now, you can no longer tackle any player in midair. Okay. Remember, defensive players trying to catch the ball could be tackled in midair, but uh, couldn't be tackled, whereas offensive players could be. Mm-hmm. So if they were jumping up trying to k- regain the catch and okay. they could be tackled, okay. no one can be tackled midair How anymore. do you feel about that? I think that's sensible. Yeah. And that's in line with the international rules. So they're making that consistent. Okay. Now, there are some things to come. Time limits for trainers on the field total, right. you know, because everyone loves yelling, you know, in the old days, get Tuvi off or get Alfie Langer <laughs> I was, off. That's about to ask. Yeah. Is, is it more time for Tuves or? <laughs> Definitely less time. And a on-field captain's challenge. Okay. Now, they haven't sorted this out yet, but there'll be one per match. And if you're successful, you retain it. If okay. you're unsuccessful, you lose it. And this is, what, what, what would they be challenging on? So, like, if they say that was a knock-on and the captain goes, no, we didn't knock it on and you should reset. What about know? forward passes? Uh, that's a very good point. I imagine forward passes will no longer be part of this still because they can't do it on the video replay. That's the one thing you'd want to challenge, though, as a captain that refs can't call, right? Is a forward pass. Yeah, but they, they absolutely they can't. Because it's a bunker issue. You have to refer the captain's challenge to the bunker, oh, and the bunker can't rule, you rule on forward passes. You said the worst word, bunker. I'm out. <laughs> I, I tell you what, you, you're persuading me this is very complicated. <laughs> And in the second tier competition, they're going to trial the fact that if someone's in the bin and you've only got 12, you've still got to pack six in the scrum so that the team that has the full 13 has an advantage outside the scrum. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, they all kind of make sense. It does make it more complicated, but it does answer some questions that came up this year in rugby league. So it makes sense. But we want to know what you think, don't we, Lachlan? So we want to know what you think about the rules. The 2040 rule, the captain's challenge, anything. Did they change the right rules or did they change the wrong rules? We want to hear from you. We've got some double passes to the Big Bash to give away as well for our best callers. One, triple, three, five, three. What rules should they have changed or did they change the right rules? Big Bash tickets, baby. We'll take your calls next. It's the Weekend Legends for the last time on your Saturday morning here on Triple M. It's a show on the weekend and these guys are legends. So naming the show was a no-brainer. Triple M's Ghost Mutt. And I mean, sorry, what is it? Weekend Legends. For the final time, it's the Weekend Legends with Chris and Rose on Triple M. And the NRL announced a whole bunch of rule changes that happened this week. And we asked you on 13353, what rule should they have changed? That's right, Lachlan. We wanted to get your opinion on these new rule changes. We've got some tickets to the Sydney Thunder v Brisbane Heat game on the 6th of January to give away. You know what? It's our last show, Chris. I'm feeling festive. Well, I'm going to give tickets away to every caller. Terrific. They're not for football games, are they? No. It's cricket, right? Big bash. Oh, you okay, know what cricket ahead. is, okay. right? Let's go to Andrew in Cronulla first. Andrew, what do you think of the new NRL rules? Yeah, look, I'm, I'm not really impressed with them, but, you know, what, I'm, what me and my mate do, we sit down and watch the footy, go down and have a couple of beers, and we take a pool how many forward passes there are in a game. <laughs> and we came, up, we came up with 13 in one game. And over the course of a weekend, we found 53 forward passes. Amazing. Should, should we just, under, underneath what it should be, right? 
Should we just change it to NFL, Andrew, so you can pass forward? And that'll really re- revolutionise yeah, yeah, yeah. the game. And, and the knock-on. The knock-on, when you're scoring a try and you regather it and you still have control of it and you do score the try, they go, no, no, he lost control of the ball. You knocked it on. Blatantly knocked it on. Beautiful, he, Andrew. I yeah, love, you remind me of my father. Because watching rugby league with my father when I was a kid, it was just a constant stream of forward pass, forward pass, forward pass, like that. Thanks, mate. Hang on the line. We want to get you some tickets to the Thunder v. Heat game. Let's go to Pete in Blacktown. Pete, what did you think of the new NRL rules? Oh, they're probably okay. I don't mind the one where you can't tackle um, in the air. Yep. It's, fair enough. Um, it's going to be hard to call. We're going to have to go to the bunker quite regularly for that. For yeah. that sort of, uh, yeah. That's a good and point. It's going to be a lot of stoppages, but anyway. Yeah. But um, the rule that I think they should have changed is the one that says um, one point, uh, golden, golden point, you know, the because I don't like the idea of having a field goal fest at the end of a game. It's a bit of an anti-climax. Right, so you think it should be the point to each team for golden point? I think it should be um, I think it should be more like two points. That way it's going to be a penalty or a try. That right. way it's a, real, it's a good ending, you know? So right, you're like, like that, you, you must be a Tigers fan like me, Pete, because we <laughs> always do badly in golden point. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your opinion, Pete. Hang on the line. We want to get you some tickets to the Big Bash. All right, Chris. We're going to let this guy on the air. This guy has called us so many times this year. And we've never let him on the air. No, you've never let him on the air. Lachlan, don't look at me like that. Look, it's our last show. I'm doing what I want. You're so we're, crazy. We're putting him on the air. Go on. Dave from Dapto. What do you reckon about the new rules in the, in the rugby league next year, Dave? Why are we changing the bloody rules every year? Every bloody year. Every bloody year. We're going off the AFL. You know, you know the, the one about the tackling makes sense, but the 40-20, 20-40, do you want a 50-10, a 20-30? What do you want? Do you want to line out at the end of it? Are we going to turn into bloody rugby? Rugby Australia? You know, rugby Australia's done really well. Do we, do we, what, what do we do there? What is going on? The scrum? Do you, do you just want to have it wherever it is? And, you know, if you if you said it's not going well, you know, you get stuck in the sand or tribe saving chair, I'll just run a train around, get him to knock the bloody ball, and then you can just restart it, have a second go. Oh, okay. This is, this is Peter Volandis, right? <laughs> Peter, you've made the rule changes. Don't complain about what you've done, I Peter. I was about to apologise for finally letting Dave from Dapto on the air, but I think that's the best thing we've ever done on this show. Give him some tickets. You get tickets, Dave. And finally, Jonathan in North Taramara. Nice spot, North Taramara. Are you there, Jonathan? I am, guys. What do you you? Rec- good, good, mate. What do you reckon about the new rules? Oh, look, I like the 2040. I might be a bit biased there as a South fan, though. I think it'll certainly help us with our <laughs> kicking game. Um, but to be honest, guys, they can do what they want with the scrum. Just get rid of it. It's a complete waste of time. Right. We're always looking for ways to slow, you know, to speed this game up. So um, when we're holding on to something for tradition's sake, they don't let the forwards push. There's no advantage. Um, just get rid of it. This is a good point. What do we do instead, Chris? Well, you just, based on where the infringement occurs, it's apply the ball to the opposition, just right. like a, on the six-tackle changeover situation. Oh, okay. Okay, so he's taken yeah. that. I don't hate that idea. So good you don't one. care where they sit. I couldn't find the word sideline before. I'm so <laughs> confused by all these new rules, Jonathan. You've simplified it for us. It's not where you set the scrum. You don't set it at all. That's beautiful. Thank you, Jonathan. I appreciate your opinion. Hang on the line. We want to get you some tickets to Sydney Thunder versus Brisbane Heat on the 6th of January. Thanks to all the callers. Even Dave from Dapto. That was, uh, that it, was something else. That was yeah, something. Dave was great. He's angry. I just want to say thanks to all our callers all year for all your interaction, for letting us chat to you about sport. We've yeah. really enjoyed it, and it's something that we'll never forget. So thank you, listeners, Absolutely. For, for that. But up next, let's talk to an actual expert. Michael Bridges joins us to tell us if Liverpool can win the league and which club hasn't won in 60 days. That's next on The Weekend Legends here on Sydney's Triple M. On the weekend, there are two types of people. Those that listen to Triple M and those that don't. These are their stories. What? Triple M's Weekend Legends. The last ever Weekend Legends for a Saturday morning. 
And we rarely get to talk English Premier League, but when we do, we get an expert and a friend of the show. That's right, Lachlan. We always love to talk to the man that knows the most about Premier League to us. It's the great <laughs> Michael Bridges. Michael, thanks for being on the show one last time. Thank you very much for having me. I'm, I should be very, very honoured, so I appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, mate, we've always loved talking to you. We love your opinions on football. And I want to start with Arsenal. Two league wins in the last four months. It's been a really rough couple of months. And now I turn on Arsenal games, and there's whole chunks of the crowd that aren't showing up to the games. What is going on at the Gunners? I wish I had the magic remedy in the answer. Um, it has just been... An absolute capitulation since Arsene Wenger has, has left this club. It's been in a state of decline. Um, Unai Emery came in to try and obviously change the style and, and carry on the legacy that was left there, and he hasn't been able to do that. Players just look so lacklustre, and there is no, like you say, fan commitment at this moment in time. Freddie Lundberg has been in charge as the interim, and they got the still. It was the same kind of results, uh, 2-1 defeat to Brighton. And, you know, when you see Arsenal sitting in 10th below Sheffield, United, mm. Crystal Palace, Wolves, it just shows what's going on with this club. So there, there is a massive, massive decision is going to be made and needs to be made to steady this ship till the end of the season. There's talk, could Wenger come back? Wow. Potentially. Wow. Um, that was on the horizon. I can't honestly see that happening. Mm. Um, you know, there's talk of Patrick Vieira, who was a, a club legend and a guy that really used to um, spread a, little, a lot of hunger and desire to wear the shirt. He always had a battle with Roy Keane back in the day. So that could be somebody that could come and um, kickstart the, the dressing room. But I still think January can't come quick enough where they can have a clear out <laughs> of players that do not want to be there. Mm. Now, look, uh, it's a little known fact that Arsene Wenger's middle name is Lazarus. So I guess we have to watch that space, Michael. <laughs> but speaking of magic remedies, the saviour of Tottenham Hotspur after three wins, Jose Mourinho has had his first loss to Manchester United 2-1 during the week. And he took United midfielders Daniel James's head to his right knee. Is mm. he going to be okay? And are Spurs going to be okay? When that happened, I was actually it, I, I was laughing because the, you just think of what has gone on. Everybody, all eyes on Mourinho, and he cocked a <laughs> cocked a challenge to the knee. After, but he was actually very lucky that he didn't do some serious damage. Yeah. And obviously, James as well. So um, it, 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 after laughing at it, I felt really bad and thought, you know, there could have been a lot of damage done there. Was... Uh, and I never thought I would be talking about Mourinho at Tottenham Hotspur. Mm. I've been. To the, I was over in the UK when this happened, and obviously it was five hours later after Pochettino got sacked. So there was definitely things going on behind the scenes. Um, but he's come in, he's steadied the ship, and I will just give people listening a warning of children or kids that are growing up. Be very careful what you put on social media because things come back to haunt you. Mm-hmm. And it was Deli Ali had a go at Mourinho two or three years ago on social media saying, I hope I never have to work under this guy. Well, guess what? He is. <laughs> and guess what? He's the man that is almost... Everybody's saying Mourinho has inspired this guy to get him playing again and scoring goals. I think he's actually activated himself because he felt embarrassed and thought, you know what it is? If I don't up my game, I could be on the outer due to the tweets that I put out several years ago. So it's been an interesting one. It's a really good advice, Michael. I'm going to uh, delete maybe about 20 tweets after we finish this <laughs> chat. So that's good advice. Matt, I want to ask you about Liverpool. Liverpool sitting top of the ladder, sitting pretty, eight points ahead of Leicester, 11 ahead of Man City. Can anyone stop Liverpool? And if they can, is it the dream of Leicester again? The dream of Leicester will continue to, yeah, they've got to live on that dream. They are the ones that are setting the standards with Brendan Rodgers, who doesn't need any more incentive being the ex-manager when obviously they just got so close. 
So he, they are absolutely on the heels of Liverpool. I think more so than Man City at this moment. They've, they've, they're in a really good run of form. But Liverpool, I just love watching this team play football. Right. I love the mannerisms of the manager, the characteristics he brings. And I look at the next five matches. They've got Bournemouth, Watford, Leicester, Wolves, Sheffield United. Now, a fool. The, the Leicester game is going to be a, a very, very tough one, but I can see them cleaning up all the other yeah, results. Absolutely. Uh, and just stretching that gap. And I look at the chasing group of City. They've got Man United and Arsenal um, in that group, along with Leicester. So it's a, it's going to be a very interesting Christmas period. Liverpool are playing in the Club World Championships as well. That could affect them and drain them. So just watch out for Leicester City um, in that little catching pack. And also Chelsea mm. and the Frank Lampard in a great run of form. Michael Bridges, it's always been amazing to talk to you on the weekend, Legends. We wanted to have you on because it's our last ever show. Also, you keep my Leeds United dreams alive every time we talk. And I'll tell you this, when Leeds do make the Premier League, I'll think of you, Michael Bridges. Thank you very much. And I will be thinking of you as well because we have been on this roller coaster ride for 15 years. So let's hope 2020, the centennial there, we are back. But we've been saying that for a long time. Awesome. Thank you, Michael. Cheers, Michael. Take care. Merry Christmas, everybody. Sit back, relax, and let these guys do the thinking. Well, at least talking. Triple M's Weekend Legends. With Chris and Rose for the last time, and we have to thank Karcher for their support throughout the year as well. German engineered, so you know it'll last. Karcher, life's most satisfying clean. It'd be good on days like this as it well. It would be, and coming up pretty soon, we're going to do our pressure test as well, where you can win one of those Karcher we'll one of those to give away. The last one, it's a 2019 in review. Mm. But with this smoke haze hanging over Sydney, it's not only affecting Sydney's day-to-day life, but it's also affecting our sports scene. It is, Lachlan. I think it's fair to say that the bushfires are a national tragedy, yeah. Rose. Look, let's let's just say this before we go. Any talk about a smoke in sport is, is is a shout out to all the people that are working day and night to help try and yes. stop these uncontrollable fires. It is crazy out there, and everyone's been outside in the last couple of days. They've seen the sun in the sky. They've seen the smoke everywhere. The weird color that kind of that kind of runs over everything. They're in our thoughts. But it is affecting a lot of things. Absolutely. And it's a persistent haze and in sort of a bit of a weird twist, it's actually great news for couch potatoes like Euros. Why is that? Because the word is stay on the couch and don't go outside and play any sport. Done. <laughs> Fantastic. They send that they send that announcement out. Yeah, you got it. You heard that like a couple of years ago, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I got that instruction in 2016. <laughs> now, at the elite level, the Australian Open golf has been affected. The leaderboard sees Matt Jones at 10 under in the lead, Dimitrios Papadatos and Paul Case at 9 under, and a group on Minus eight, including Lewis Oosterhausen. Mm. And am I seeing players wearing masks? Ryan Chisnell, who struggles with asthma, was given a mask by a fan on the 10th hole in the first round, and he wore it for the balance and shot a one under 71, so he didn't do too bad. Yeah, cool. Players are complaining of burning eyes, sore throats, and breathing problems on day one. Well, apparently, I'm hearing that uh, the smoke inhalation in a day is almost a, a pack of cigarettes. It's pretty intense. I've heard two packs. Oh, well, yeah. Look, and those players <laughs> complaining of burning eyes, sore throats, and breathing problems on day one were also spotted out at the casino at 3 a.m. the <laughs> night before. With the same, with the same symptoms, yeah. <laughs> and the leader, Matt Jones, gave an interview after the first round, which included details like phlegm in lungs. I hate to hear uh, the word phlegm in a sports report. It just yeah, doesn't yeah. sound right. <laughs> Now, the A-League and the W-League in football are currently finalising their air pollution policy. Right. That's because they don't have an air pollution cool, policy. Cool, you've got to start somewhere, yeah. Tonight, Sydney FC take on the Raw down at Netstrata Jubilee, Cogra. Come on, you boys in blue. Steve Corrick, the coach, says it's not an issue, hasn't been affected them. They're also banking on an easterly change this afternoon, ah. so their 7.30pm start isn't affected. Yeah. 
Tomorrow, the women's Sydney FC take on Melbourne City at Chroma at 4pm. But these Come on, you be, girls in blue. Yeah, could, <laughs> they could be called off. But we'd like to know what's happening to your sport and your kids' sport. I'm hearing that junior rugby league trials are cancelled, cricket, football. Yeah, one triple three five three. If if your sport has gotten in, the, if the smoke and the bushfires have gotten in the way of your sport and stuff, and uh, you know, it, it's crazy that we're thinking about how much stuff can be affected by something like this. Yeah, and we um, really hope we get on top of this problem because we need to get Rose off that couch. <laughs> Next, it's our 2019 pressure test. One triple three five three. It's the last time we do it, thanks to Karcher. How well do you remember sport from 2019? We'll test you next. It's the Weekend Legends here on Sydney's Triple M. On the weekend, there are two types of people. Those that listen to Triple M and those that don't. These are their stories. What? Triple M's Weekend Legends. With Chris and Rose for your Saturday morning for the last time. And we get to do something special every week, which is reward you sports fans for paying attention to sport. But we're going to do it a bit differently. This is the Karcher 2019 Pressure Test Review. Pressure. The Under Pressure Test. Russia, there's that Bowie guy again, Chris. Man, I am exhausted from that Ed Sheeran song. How good is that track? Talk about new direction for Ed. That's oh, amazing with Bruno Mars there, Amazing. Time to do our final ever pressure test where you can win yourself a Karcher pressure washer. It's a five-tackle set. If you get the fifth question right in this run of five questions, you win the Karcher. So let's start with John in Penrith. Do I even need to ask what team you go for, John? Oh, Parramatta. Yes, oh, of course. It makes yeah. sense. Oh, yeah, it makes total sense. So, yeah, Eels fan in Penrith. All right, John, you ready to play the pressure test? Absolutely. Here we go. Question one. We're going straight into it. The Roosters went back-to-back in the NRL this year. Who got the wooden spoon? India. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, John. We'll move on. <laughs> he wanted to say Parramatta, I think. Oh, no. I've seen this on YouTube. Let's go to Adrian in Epping. Uh, the Roosters went back-to-back this year. Who got the wooden spoon, Adrian? Uh, that would be go. Uh, uh, I yep. think it was Gold Coast. Yes. That's right. The Titans you got there. Okay. It's, it's, I know it's hard to say Gold Coast <laughs> Titans, Adrian. No one knows who they are. Yeah, it doesn't feel real, right? I was tossing up. I was tossing up between Gold Coast and Newcastle. Ah, <laughs> very good. Yeah, valid, valid. Question two, Adrian. Here we go. Who won the 2019 Rugby World Cup? South Africa. Oh, he's good. He's on the roll. He's confident. Here we go. Question three. Who won the 2019 AFL Grand Final? That would be the Mighty Tigers. Yes. Yeah, painful memories there for all GWS fans. <laughs> yes. Question yeah, four. Including me. Oh, yeah, sorry, man. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, question four. You're one away. What's the highest rank Ash Barty got in world tennis rankings this year? That would be number one. Oh, mate. He's good. Isn't he? He almost slipped up on Titans at the beginning, and now look how confident he is, Chris. But Adrian, I hate to intervene here, but this is the pressure question this for the Karcher. This is the one. If you get, right. here we go. If you get this right, you win the Karcher. I, I mean, all four correct answers previously mean nothing, Adrian. <laughs> <laughs> Who did England beat in the Cricket World Cup? They beat... Uh, Three, two... One. New Zealand. Oh, oh got it. I think he got Come it. Come on, you got to pay that Lachlan. Pay New Zealand. Yes, good well done, Lachlan. Adrian. Well done, Adrian. You win the cartridge. Pressure clean. By the skin of his teeth. If we're going to do it in any other way for our last show, let's just break the rules Lachlan, and do it a little bit differently. Your face is there. You're almost about to be like, no, rules are rules. <laughs> Take full control around your home with a cartridge pressure washer. Thanks to Karcher, life's most satisfying clean. Adrian, congratulations to you. We've had a lot of fun doing this each and every week, trying to bring sports to to you and in a fun way. Well, love the Karcher. Yeah, I love thank- the Karcher. Thank you to Karcher. Absolutely. Been really kind to us. Big support.
quarter of the show. We've got a big second hour coming up, including Dennis Carnahan's going to play a little tune for us, and that's coming up just after this. It's the Weekend Legends here on Triple M. The Weekend Legends catch-up podcast can be heard anytime. You can even listen when you're enjoying life's most satisfying clean this weekend. And for that, you'll need a Karcher pressure washer. Whoa! That feels good. Karcher, life's most satisfying clean. The Weekend Legends on Triple M.